Hi, I'm Dave Baker. We're here at Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California, and this is episode 10 of It's Pronounced Zine, our zine DIY self-publishing comics podcast where we talk to people who make stuff. On this episode, Greg Gonzalez and I talk about his creative process, uh, moving around for lady folk, and uh, coming to Meltdown for the, the Melthology and making comics and zines with other people. Super fun stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, check out the episode. I think it's a pretty fun chat. Here comes Dave Baker with the show. Talking about paper publications, you should know. Authors and photographers that are fresh on the scene. Don't be getting twisted. Twisted. It's pronounced zing. Zing, zing, zing. 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 I can hear myself, so I'm okay. like, I should probably talk like yeah, this. No. <laughs> and like, I'll, you know, break yeah. into impressions. Yeah, well, maybe I want that. <laughs> mm, I want to see what you got in the bag. You, you do a really good Tom DeLong. Is that Tom DeLong? It was Tom DeLong, okay. yeah. 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 Talking about the zines. <laughs> I'm here to learn about your creative process. Greg, tell me about it. I am so close to leaving. <laughs> are you though, or are you about to mosh? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a mosh. I'm gonna do the mosh. Yeah, yeah. Zine the mosh potato time. I believe is what they say. Yeah, yeah. What happened to the pogo? You know, like the the means of transportation. No, the the uh, the bird. The bird. What happened to the pogo bird? What happened to the pogo comic strip? Really. There was a Pogo comic strip? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's well drawn. I never read it, though. It's I, well drawn. Is uh, it from, it's like from when comic strips were a thing? Yeah. Like yeah. Chester Gould era? Yeah. No, it's a little after that. Uh, God, who drew that? I just saw a, a copy of it. Pogoing is when, uh, like, New Wave just jumping up and down in the same space. You're fucking with me. No, no. You were before, fucking with me. Before Black Flag came and changed the game and made everyone hit each other, it was just Pogoing. And it's like, yeah, this is exciting. Like, Ramon's style uh audience participation was that's Pogoing. amazing yeah i have n- i did not know any of that it's and, ridiculous uh, aristotle's nodding uh, affirmatively from the corner yeah Pogoing. it's a real thing damn yeah there's whole sections of white people that have nothing about <laughs> the brits yeah <laughs> that's nuts yeah what the fuck i i wouldn't have you made comics about Pogoing? no i don't know how to draw people in motion oh <laughs> that's that's where my skills uh set stops gotcha yeah so no no tights and fights then? No, no, mostly uh, guys with their hands in their pockets because I can't draw fingers. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's okay, you know. <laughs> you just get better, like, slowly, you know? Yeah. Two fingers at a time. Yeah, yeah. Which is the You're going to start doing some, my like, romance. Hills Have Eyes comics? Yeah, where, exactly, yeah. yeah some real... fucking weird, deformed... I, I actually did... Uh, I had a... I'm working sort of right now on a Halloween zine because I love, I don't know if you know, I love Halloween. Okay. I love the holiday. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on something right now. And one of the stories I have is a kid who blows his hand off uh, with Fourth uh, of July uh, uh, Independence Day uh, fireworks. Mm-hmm. And I, the the story, basically, he grows the hand back. But really, the promise of that is I only draw one hand. <laughs> it's it serves practical purposes that's great it's the equivalent of like when you're starting out as a film student and you're like well I've got a car yeah. and a house let's make a movie about a guy who has a car and a house yeah. and you're like well I only want to draw one hand <laughs> I have an 18 year old friend who can play a cop yeah yeah no I mean I've done both of those things I both bet. made movies that way and drawn comics that that's way that's good the first comic I ever made was an X-Men comic oh really and uh, it was about Nightcrawler leading the X-Men but I didn't understand that Nightcrawler's happy-go-lucky because I was like, he looks like a demon. He should be angry. <laughs> so it's a bunch of mutants being brainwashed by Weapon X and attacking the X-Mansion and killing a bunch of the X-Men, notably the female characters first because I didn't know how to draw boobs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's just, like, men. Why does he have a log in her shirt? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> men with, with basketballs. Okay. Because I had never, I mean, obviously I'd seen breasts, but I hadn't. I didn't know. I was. I thought they were hard. <laughs> I was, like, I was like nine. I didn't yeah. know. You don't, you don't really know until you get it. You, yeah. you step it to the plate and you're like, oh, okay, now I'm getting it. Oh, oh okay. it's weird. It's like <laughs> fleshy bags of fat. I bet they can feel everything. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> uh, so it ends with Nightcrawler teleporting Chambers head off. Okay. Which is totally not something he would do, mm. but uh, I thought it was the coolest shit ever. That sounds actually, I, I would read that. Yeah. Yeah. Nightcrawler is a great character, by the way, and he could lead the X-Men. He totally could. Yeah. He did. What? Excalibur. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're he, right. He let it for a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. Once. After Peter Wisdom left. You are, 
no blowing i know excalibur because i had a couple issues of it but i don't know who yeah yeah um, did captain britain not lead yes. that team he was originally it's like him megan sasquatch kitty nightcrawler mm-hmm. one more person i think there was six um yeah. and yeah uh brian led it okay. originally and then he left and peter wisdom came on and there was like that weird love triangle th- or not love triangle but just weird incest thing where Kitty was 15 and a half and Peter was like 35 mm. and they were like, hey, what's up? Hello <laughs> each other. It was kind of weird. Um, that's like the Warren Ellis stuff. Okay. Um, that would be him. Yeah. 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 And then there's like a whole, whole bunch of weird scuttlebutt about like how Chris Claremont like railed against editorial for letting them oh, have it. Oh boy. Which is like every Chris Claremont story. And I, I, love, I love him precisely yeah. because of that because he's like, fuck you. <laughs> this isn't what I meant for my characters. Claremont is boss. Is he he should have been. Yeah. And fucking bringing Jean back from the dead was like the worst mistake that Marvel ever made. Keep her dead. Keep her dead. Uh, did you ever watch the, um, oh God, what's it called? Is it The Shadow of Kitty Pride? It's like the first X-Men animated thing. Before they had the animated series, and it was like, oh a, yeah, the weird yeah. pilot that never yes, went the anywhere. Yeah, weird pilot that went. Yeah, yeah, went, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Uh, uh, Nightcrawler led. Uh, well, okay, yeah. Last time I saw it, I was like four. Like, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, uh, somebody got me a like picture book of that where they okay. had like made it into a comic, but just like screen grabbed mm. and like put it in like a nine panel grid. That's pretty admirable. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about the X Men, uh, Greg. Who yes. are you, and what do you make? Uh, I'm Greg. I make uh, Greg. What? <laughs> Gonzalez, sorry. Really? Yes. Really? Really? I knew that. I was just asking for the audience. Greg Gonzalez. Yes. Two yes. G's. Two G's. Two G's. Double G's. Double G. A in the middle. My initials are gag. Oh, look at that. Um, I uh, am sort of a cartoonist, part-time cartoonist. I have started drawing at Mouthology, the very first Mouthology they had a Meltdown. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my friend Matt Hurwitz were drawing comics together for a while. Uh, and I slow down considerably with school and doing other side projects, but I'm hopefully getting back into it, learning how to draw a little better. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What uh, what kind of comics do you make? Uh, mostly really silly. Uh, pretty much the more I look at them, they're just ripoffs of Tex Avery cartoons that I love as a kid. They are just wacky pants. Uh, just a lot. It, they're mostly led by weird expressions I'll come up with, and then I'll try to just, you know... Um, come up with a comic on spot which i like to do i don't like to dwell on stuff too much so that's why i like mythology i'll come with a phrase and i'll just draw something based on that uh me and my friend matt Hertz would do a thing where we'd hang out at his place we'd just play like music and we would uh draw one panel pass it to the other person we'd switch and then we would just try to complete each other's comics for like uh, like an hour or two that's fucking awesome it was pretty fun it was uh re- rereading those they're they're so funny just because you have like four minutes just knock it out don't concentrate on drawing just keep the funny going so mm-hmm. that's really what we were doing have you guys ever printed those in a collection he has them still he wants to put them together but he wants to redraw them just because they were drawn in like a minute and a half oh so man that's like i don't yeah you shouldn't he shouldn't do that matt yeah. if you're listening to this don't Please. do that yeah yeah uh we did do a thing together which he's trying to sell right now where we he did most of the work i was just there for the writing process but we uh he uh why did all the uh dialogue for an entire um tintin comic and we added our own dialogue and it is raunchy. It is pretty offensive, but it's it, it it's uh once we get into the groove of it, it's it's pretty funny. It's one of my favorite things to read. That's hilarious. Yeah, I love fun. Tintin. Yeah, me too. Hey Jay forever, motherfuckers. <laughs> he got me into it. I knew him as a character, but then he got me uh yeah, he got me into like reading it as a thing to Have just... you guys done more than one volume or just No, one? just that one. Which, I think he wants which to one know. did you white out? Uh oh god, um I don't remember. Is it the early know. ones or the later ones? I would say the, early the one, later ones. The early ones are the ones where it's like Tintin in America where he's like in the same comic fighting mobsters, Native Americans, and cowboys. Oh, wow. Where it's like, what time period does this take place in? <laughs> Whatever time period they built, it's a small world. Yeah. Where they could just do they that. just do that, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. It's just costume changes and like slightly different tones of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I love Hedgehog. That's super fun. I didn't yeah. know that you guys did that. Yeah, yeah. We How did, did you and Matt start making stuff together? We met uh, with Jim Higgins' uh, comics class at Meltdown. And then uh, we just found out we both love Evan Dorkin so much. Uh, so we started talking and then uh, doing the class together, we realized we had similar sensibilities where we just like to be on page as bullyish as possible. Uh we liked Har- Harvey Kurtzman a lot, so we just started talking and we started hanging out and just drawing together. After that class, we started really uh, pushing it. I moved away right after that class, or like before the class finished. So when I came back to town, uh, it's when we, we started doing it. Where'd you move to? I didn't know. I moved to Chico with a girl. What the fuck is Chico? Chico's a really small town up north. They have a campus, uh, and that's about it. 
15 miles How wide. How long did you live there for? I want to say like four or five months. Did you enjoy it? It wasn't bad. I liked the girl I was living with, uh, but she didn't like that I was there. So I, uh, it was a really small town. And every time, you know, I'd take the bus, I didn't have a car. So I'd take the bus back to LA. And as soon as I hit Sacramento, which is a big city, I'm like, oh, this is what it's like to be alive again. (laughs) (laughs) Were you guys dating? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know your life. I'm just. Oh kidding. yeah, no, yeah. I'm I'm just throwing it out there, letting you yeah. know a little biography piece. Yeah, yeah, that's... yeah. But when I was up there, I was drawing, uh, you know, because there wasn't really much to do. Uh, so I was I was trying to teach myself how to draw by copying uh, Johnny Ryan stuff and Harvey Kurtzman. It was just, like a big influence on me. Yeah, yeah, I love Kurtzman. Yeah, he's so great. Have you seen his movie? No, it's called uh, Mad Monster Party. Oh yeah, I've seen Mad Monster Party. Yeah, yeah he I wrote love that. It. He wrote that? He wrote that. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, it really does, which is why it doesn't feel like a fucking movie. <laughs> like, that dude has no sense of structure in terms mm. of a two-hour story. No, it's just, she just throws everything at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, here's some stuff. <laughs> also, Rankin-Bass animation. <laughs> and monsters. Oh, the songs in that thing are so yeah. much fun. They're great. The, yeah. movie's, the movie's good, but if I had seen it when it came out, I would not like it. Because nah, it's not a good movie. It's good in an anachronistic sense yeah. where you can, like, see... The elements that are Harvey Kurtzman and you can... The animation is now fun, mm-hmm. uh, but it is not a well-made movie. No, probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I like all that old monster stuff, especially as kind of schlocky, anachronistic stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. My favorite movie of all time is The Creature Walks Among Us. Oh, that's so good. That movie is yeah. amazing. It's it also not well-made. <laughs> but the ending of that movie is maybe my favorite ending of any movie ever. Yeah. And that's what makes the entire movie for me. Yeah. That ch- generally, it's that's how it works for me. Like, as a writer, that synecdoche can either make or break a movie. Like, that's the main reason I hate Superman 2. Yeah. Is he goes back and fucking throws that guy mm-hmm. across the bar or that restaurant. Like, that's you not just what leave Superman... just leave him, yeah. That's not what Superman would do. No. Superman would save that guy. Yeah. He wouldn't... Not him. even Clark Kent would do that. Yeah, it's it's so just not. <laughs> I feel like so many movies miss the point with Superman, and that makes me really angry. Yeah, me too. I don't even want to talk about okay. the new bullshit. Okay. I, it's just I haven't touched it. It's so bad. I haven't touched it's it. It's so bad. Like it's so bad. It doesn't doesn't feel like a genuine piece of that character. If that makes okay. any sense, yeah. it feels like fan fiction okay. the entire that's, time. That's a weird. That's weird to go into it. It's really, really strange. Like yeah. none of the characters are the characters. They just have their names. Oh, like there's a part where Superman turns to Lois Lane and says, "Lois, you can't always be the good guy." Yeah, you can. Dude, that's actually <laughs> that's like, your job. That's literally the characters. <laughs> that's who that person is. Yeah, like in the face of every adversity, that's who that person is. Uh, I really love those old cartoons of his. That who did it? Uh, the uh, Fleischer brothers. The Fleischers. The Fleischers. Those things are amazing. Yeah, they are so good. That's where he learned. That's where he started to fly too. Oh Before yeah. Before that, he just would jump. But because of the squash and stretch nature of jumping in yeah. animation, they were like, "Can we just make him? Fly? We <laughs> he just, doesn't have to touch the ground anymore. Can, can we just fly? It would be a lot easier. If we just fly. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of drawing the street. It's funny how external things like that get corp- incorporated yeah. in the comics. Like yeah. the TV show was Jimmy Olsen. Mm-hmm. Um, the radio show was Kryptonite. Oh, yeah. Like all of these weird other like bullshit versions of Superman have then informed the real one, which is yeah. why I'm terrified about <laughs> this new bullshit movie. Thank yeah. God it's being panned by everyone. Yeah, yeah. But like if Superman all of a sudden was a vigilante that was like <laughs> killing people <laughs> with guns. Oh, wait, that's happened. It was the 90s. <laughs> Fuck. That's the thing about uh, the making of Night of the Living Dead was like it's black and white because the film's cheaper. Mm-hmm. And like we have all our friends, so let's just turn them into zombies because I don't want to hire two people to do this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I love practical stuff like that. Me too. Yeah. I also just love that movie, which is not a, yeah. a, 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 a daring opinion to express. <laughs> no shit, you love Night of the Living Dead. Everyone loves Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, but that, that I, to tie it back into uh, zine making, yeah, it definitely informs. Like my abilities will pretty much set like what my stories are gonna be about like mm-hmm. i don't know how to draw cities that well so it will be like a nancy cartoon where it will just be like oh there's one building in the background that's so you know she's in a town then right it. yeah Schultz do you ever uh do you ever make stuff just with prose you ever write long prose stuff or is it all are you really only interested in writing and drawing comics i want to do i want to do bigger things uh definitely uh, my attention span is probably what i battle with the most uh, because if something goes past two weeks, I like I really it's a challenge to keep myself interested in it. Mm. Um, but like immediate stuff, I have so much fun with just doing right away. That's why I should do more things like me, what me and Hurwitz were doing, or just like sit down and draw and don't think about the next panel and see where it goes. Sure, um, but almost yeah. like almost like a, not an exercise in terms of 
practicing the craft because you kind of know what you're doing mm-hmm. to a certain extent, but yeah. it's more just an exercise in terms of letting the natural ecosystem of the creative process take you wherever you're going. Yeah, go. yeah. Yeah. I bought this notebook. Uh, I forgot where I got it, but it was just it's just panels. It's just a little notebook you put in your pocket, and it's just panels, and you draw on the panels, and the panels are different shapes and stuff. And it was just a fun exercise to see, like, okay, well, this is what I fit. And I have about three pages of it done. It's just about a guy who eats birds. But it's <laughs> like it's just starts – it started really simply, and then just, I want to see where it goes. But then, again, like once once my brain picks up wanting to do it again, that's when it'll start. That's Word. the biggest problem. So you should just stop being a bitch ass and just do it. You know that's really good advice. Yeah, yeah. I wanna, it doesn't sound like good advice, but it's really good advice. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time to figure out how to do that. Yeah, to kind of like, I don't know, figure out how to just turn on that engine whenever it needs to be turned on. Yeah, yeah, you're really good at that. I noticed. I try. Yeah. I try to be. You finish a lot of things. I tr- again, I try. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's also like an equally amount. There's a, there's a massive amount of shit that I haven't finished. That's okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I do a lot of stuff because I take on a fuckload of shit. Yeah, okay. But half of that stuff probably never gets finished. That's still a good, that's still a good And there's ratio. also like degrees of finishing. Like the Uh-oh. Action Hospital stuff, it's finished, it's all lettered, it's online. But there's like another two issues that I've been chipping away at doing like a page a week of lettering yeah. for like <laughs> six months. But just between the Kickstarter and the tour yeah. and all this bullshit, yeah, like I've been super fucking crazy. Yeah, so I'm like, sure that's kind of like lettering is the last thing you want to do right now. It absolutely yeah. is. It absolutely is, yeah. especially for the Action Hospital stuff. Because when I write scripts for myself to draw, they're very, and then this happens, and then that happens, oh. and then there'll be a beat here, and then and then there's a fight, and then that that'll be the end note. Um, so I write quote unquote when I'm lettering. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of that sounds sloppy to me, but okay. It, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's yeah. really sloppy, and sometimes it works really well. Okay. It, it, it's, all, it's a roll of the dice. It's a roll of the dice. Because, like, I don't do that when I work with other people. Yeah. Um, but when I draw for myself, it's like almost like jazz, almost like okay. comics jazz, you know, okay. where you're like... I did peg you as the Miles Davis of cartooning. It's true. I do you? beat my wife and throw her down a flight of stairs. I do a lot of heroin. I way. do a lot of heroin. <laughs> I also have a crazy hairdo that you can't see right now where it's like receding and then I've got like dreads in the back. Yeah. It's real. It's, it's, it's very avant-garde. <laughs> it's very avant-garde. Um, Sorry, I cut you off. No, uh, I don't even know what I was saying. It's not important. Um, comics. Yeah, comics. I, when, I, when I draw and write for myself, it's mm-hmm. very mo- more improvisational. Yeah. Uh, and I think... Sometimes that works really well. Uh, like, you know all those double-page spreads that I've been drawing? Yeah, yeah. All that stuff was completely... None of that was written. I okay. was just like, I feel like drawing a giant double-page spread with, like, 700 people in it. <laughs> and I did it, like, legitimately seven times. I think there's seven double-page spreads in that last issue. I, uh, I'm always torn between... Like, I love people who are meticulous about what they draw and, like, they, they pour over it. And I'm, But I'm, I'm, there's part of me that just, like, what did you come up with right now? And like on the spot, and what do you like? What did you just spit up? Like, there's something about that that the spontaneity of it that I'm so much, so much more interested in. Yeah, and I think that's what the process for the action hospital stuff is: mm-hmm. is that it's like the best of both of those worlds, yeah. where because it's just me and I only have to be responsible to me. <laughs> there's I can do the thing like insert seven double page spreads of a giant hospital yeah. of people talking. Yeah. Um, or I can put in a giant fight scene, or <laughs> I can just not do any of that and continue with what's in the actual script. Script. Yeah. Um. Because a lot of those weird little, like, characters in there, uh, I've made things from. Like, Professor Cuties, my mm-hmm. mini-comics, yeah. he's in one of those. Like, I, he was just a little guy in a corner. I was like, <laughs> who are you? Who are you? <laughs> you look awesome. I'm going to make a little mini-comic about you. Um, and so that's my version of that. I don't know if that's yeah. necessarily the same thing, just because what you're talking is very, like... There's a lot of people who do that, like, web comics daily yeah. comics people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who kind of... We'll spit something up really quickly. I, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm growing on web comics just because there there wasn't much to the look of it when it first started. But now it's it's getting a lot better with I mean, web comics are looking a little more intricate. Uh, what was that again? I couldn't hear you over how old you were. I'm sorry. <laughs> in my day, we used to have in the newspaper, see, four little strips. And you only had four chances to make me laugh. And not a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah, no, there's... Uh, <laughs> I used to be like super heavy into web comics. Oh yeah. Um, 
and for like about two years, and then I was like, I need to go read. <laughs> I need to go read real book, book comics. See that paper? Give, Give me that, that paper. paper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I was really, really into TJ and Amal. Okay. Yeah. That? Uh, yeah. I know that. Uh, I was really into Hannah's Not a Boy's Name. That's still my favorite web comic. Uh, it's a comic about a paranormal investigator. who's a guy named Hannah who mm-hmm. helps out a zombie and a vampire and a werewolf dude. Okay. And they kind of like solve little crimey things that together. sounds like it's right up my alley. It's really good. I'm also not selling it well. Okay. Um, well, okay. It's a three-panel strip, but the thing is all of the three-panel strips are made to lock together to make a single comics page. Okay. It's amazing that sounds really good it's genius just the three panel con like what a nerd is like you can't do anything in three panels <laughs> <laughs> you need a fourth one where's, where's the punchline yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh it's it's set up beat <laughs> payoff you can do it in three you can do it in three set up beat, f- payoff a panel for each act yeah <laughs> yeah uh do you uh do you read many zines 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 i did for a while uh i I got really into it because i wanted to do my own i just didn't know how to set up a booth i didn't know oh you need at least three things to basically have at a table i was trying to put something together but i only had like single paneled stuff it was like so scattered i didn't have i was trying to build a work ethic and in that i had a lot of sloppy half finished stuff that i ended up throwing Uh, i think it was the first la zine fest they had at uh the uh what's that Last bookstore. Last bookstore. They had one there on the second floor, and I was—I didn't have a booth, so I was just passing them around. I made myself, but it was just a bunch of single panel things. Um, what was the question? <laughs> Do you read know. a lot of zines? Oh yeah, around that time I was—I was reading a lot of little things, whatever I could pick up here at Meltdown or uh, Secret Headquarters that just opened. I think so. I was getting whatever little local things. So I was reading a lot of uh, mostly comics, like mm-hmm. mini comics, not so much zines, but zines interest me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, tell me about this Halloween thing you're doing. I wanted to put something together that was... Uh, Does it have a name? Hollowzine is already taken. Oh, uh, you should do it anyway. Fuck it. Bummer. Fuck them. I know, but I came up with something that was like a... Zine or treat, trick or zine, give me something good to zine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just stupid. But uh, it makes me laugh because I'm an old man. And I'm yeah. like, okay, let's go I've noticed. with that. Yeah, I'm a very old man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it though. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's nice of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need a ride home. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to church, and I need a ride home. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is, so I, I just want to do little things that were based around uh, mostly trick or treating, which I think is a lot of fun. That doesn't get enough uh, stuff around it. Uh, mostly, I was. Uh, yeah, I just like I like Halloween. Like I like horror stuff a lot, but the the holiday of Halloween is just so much fun to me. October and all that stuff. Did you cool. celebrate as a kid? Uh, a lot. It was my favorite. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mostly because it involved uh, not having to sit around and dress nice. I could dress up like a devil and walk around the street, and that was a lot of fun to me. Fuck yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Satan. <laughs> Uh, I live near, um, I live in Echo Park, and uh, they have a historical Victorian area called, uh, Kale, it's Kale Street, and that's where they filmed the, the last house at Thriller is there, and one house is Dragnet. So on Halloween to this day, I went last year, they like closed the street off, and it's just, it's it's like crazy with kids. And uh, I want to go to there. It's pretty cool, yeah. I want to go to there. So a lot of my childhood was, uh, well, a lot of my childhood, uh, Halloween's of my childhood were spent there. So were you, are cool. you originally from L.A.? Yeah. I don't see. We're like friends. We've, we've, we we talked talk so yeah. much about this bullshit, and I don't actually know that much about your. Like, my name's person. Greg. Nice to meet you. What's your last name? Gonzalez. G- Gonzalez. Two Z's. Check what's that your, out. Was your middle initial an A? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You, you know me now. I know. Where are you? You're not from here, are you? No, I'm from Arizona. Okay. Yeah, the devil's place. <laughs> the bigoted cesspool that is the asshole of America. I didn't want to call it that, but yeah, it's terrible. There. It sounds. I can see why you left. I'm, we're happy to take you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. One from one desert to another. From one bigoted <laughs> desert to one slightly less bigoted Come desert. Come on, we got palm trees. That's true. Yeah, you're cool. That's you're good. Fine. You're good yeah, here. No bigs. No bigs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you, were you involved in comics and stuff growing up? Like, did you uh, read a lot of comics? I did, actually. My aunt, I had an aunt. I don't know if she's officially an aunt, but I called her my aunt. She worked at a place in Pasadena called Comics Heaven. And, uh, yeah. And she, my mom used to give her a hundred bucks and she used to give us like the long, uh, boxes of doubles. Yeah. Yeah. So I just had a lot of doubles as a kid. So I used to read a lot of X-Men. I was really into the Wildcats. Dude, I love the Wildcats. Wildcats. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Who's your, who's your favorite Wildcat? Grifter, of course. Ooh. I thought he's, he's the Wolverine of the Wildcats. Oh man. It's all about Spartan. Spartan's pretty cool too. Spartan's the best. Yeah, Spartan. He always dies. <laughs> but he can't die because he's a robot. <laughs> Spartan forever. 
rope it. Um, I, there's something about someone who constantly dies and keeps coming back. It's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know that he's going to die, too. Yeah. It's not like, oh, well, when are they going to bring back Gene again? Yeah. It's like, no, no, he's he's good. He will die, and he will be fine. <laughs> he's going to resurrect like Jesus should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back. Come back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a fun comic. I don't know why I took so to so like a lot of other stuff that came from what was that image? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took a lot of. I didn't take a lot of image stuff, but Wildcats really hit a spot with me. Fuck yeah! I was really for some reason I don't know why what it was, but I guess because I was there at the beginning of Ultraverse. Do you remember? Ultraverse? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, everything that Ultraverse put out was yeah. so into Prime cause, Prime because he broke an arm and you saw the bone come out. I was yeah. like way into that. Uh, I think what's they showed, the what's uh, the what's the weird vampire one? Rune. Rune, yeah, Rune, and then I loved Rune. Nightman and. Uh, Nightman had a TV show. He had a TV show, and I tried to watch it. That was one of the first things I didn't like. Really? Yeah. That's such a strange experience when you realize that something isn't good. Yeah, and you know that you should like it, but you're like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> was he? He was like a saxophone player? Yeah, he was like a jazz player who like lost his sight in a car. He's Daredevil, but he plays plays saxophone. I'm so into it. See, yeah. now I want to go watch that show. Uh, okay. <laughs> I watched it when it was on, and I yeah. remember not liking it. Yeah. But I feel like I would like it similar to the anachronistic yes. conversation we were having earlier. Yeah. I feel like I would like it now mm-hmm. as like a weird time period of like, oh, this is what people thought might be cool. You could double feature that with the Gen X uh, pilot that they put out. I Charles. love Generation X. I oh, did you? I, a, that's like one of my favorite X runs ever, and B, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. I, all I remember is someone's mouth was on fire. Yeah, Chamber. Chamber, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, I, um, <laughs> I wrote a fake... Uh, Nicole and I, who I make comics with, uh, yeah, she's, she's insane. Yeah. I love her. I didn't realize uh, how funny she was until I sat across from her last mythology. I'm like, oh, you're really funny. She's cool. so funny. She's so funny. So yeah. funny. So talented. Yeah. What a lovely human. Yeah. She, uh, so we make comics together, and uh, for a while there, we were talking about doing a fan comic, mm-hmm. just because I feel like so many people get work because they do super illegal yeah. comics, yeah. yeah, okay. which is kind of a bummer but also super funny yeah and so that's how musicians make their way like i can i can play all these deep purple songs like okay fine yep fine (laughs) great uh so we were talking about for a minute we were talking about doing x-files one okay we were talking about doing starfleet which i actually have a pitch for and then i i actually have a script for an x-men book which is a single like a one shot called all new generation excalibur (laughs) (laughs) wow the demographic is narrow (laughs) yep (laughs) Yeah, it's called All New Generation Excalibur, and it's basically, um, uh, it takes place, like, it's like a cool-down issue after a crossover. Okay. So there's a crossover that's <laughs> happened where a bunch of the X-Men have died. Okay. So they're taking two teams, okay. uh, which don't really exist, obviously, but it's yeah. basically, like, a team of the Wolverine and the X-Men team, mm-hmm. who were older characters, and then a younger team, which is a book that doesn't exist, yeah. which are all, like, weird X-Mutant characters that I've like bullshit created like there's one called sinister who's like a female clone of mr sinister okay mrs uh, sinister you didn't go for that no they're no, not married no they're not married she's Please, also mr sinister is my father she's also like 16 and i figured okay. like if you're 16 yeah you're gonna call yourself sinister yeah you're right you're right um and then there's like a hive mind sentinel thing okay, and like cool. um there's a couple other random mutants and then there's one whose mutation is just that they uh can see the color blue better than everyone else <laughs> I would love that power. She's kind of like she's kind of like Doug. You remember Doug from Doug Ramsey, who is on New Mutants. No. Who, he can speak any language. Okay, and they always like find a reason to have him <laughs> translate something because that's like kind of all he can do. For her, what's this old woman saying? Yeah, yeah for her, she kind of just like can see blue. Okay, really that well. That sounds really poetic. Yeah, <laughs> that seems like you could do a lot with it. Well, yeah. especially because like half the X Men are blue. Oh, like. You're right. Half of them are blue. Why is that? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Like Nightcrawler, Danger, Beast, Beast Mystique. Mystique. Uh, I'm Other sure there's people. more. Cyclops' suit. Cyclops' is always suit. Always been blue. Always. Dominantly blue, yeah. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's funny. Anyway, and so the, the book, it's, a, it's basically my high school did this thing where at the end of every semester they would take the top third of the school to a, on a vacation to uh, Disneyland as like a team building exercise. Okay. So. These two teams of X-Men who are now being rolled, lumped into one team mm-hmm. aren't working together because half of them are a little bit older and half of them are really young and there's, like, culture clashes and, yeah. you know, so-and-so is in love with so-and-so and blah, yeah. blah, blah, you know, the, yeah. the X-Men shit. The X-Men shit. So uh, Jubilee, who's the Professor X at this point in time, uh-huh. takes uh, basically a school bus load, 
aka the X Jet, yeah. uh, of these two teams to Disneyland, and so they all kind of hang out in Los Angeles and okay. have like team building exercises. I, I hope you still have that because I'd love to read that. I do. Yeah, okay. I would love to read that. Yeah, the only older people in it are uh, Jubilee, who's like thirty five, uh-huh. and Sabretooth, who's like fifty. And everybody else is in street clothes the entire time, <laughs> except for Sabretooth, who refuses to take off his fucking, his costume. Yeah. And he's, he's like, super paranoid that they're going to get attacked by the Brotherhood of Mutants, because mm-hmm. he's like, no, you don't understand. We like, are I'm, in Anaheim, California. And they <laughs> are here. We don't, you don't understand. <laughs> I burned bridges when I left. You don't understand. Those motherfuckers are going to come for us. We are vulnerable. I am waiting in line on Matterhorn. We are vulnerable right now. <laughs> yeah, we are vulnerable. Uh, and, yeah, it actually starts with them in line. That's uh, pretty funny. And it's, like... A panning shot, so it's like three panels, and yeah. it's like young X Men talking, young X Men talking, so Jubilee looking bored, and then towering saber tooth <laughs> in costume. In costume. Yeah. And it, there's like a little kid that's like off to him going, What is why? <laughs> is that Beast from Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> uh, I'd so, lo- it sounds like something Peter Bag would do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, except not as angry. <laughs> Peter Bag is so angry. Yeah, you're very, it's how, you're some whimsical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have no idea how we got on this subject, but yeah. Uh, yeah. All new generation Excalibur. I was. It's funny. The first time I felt the impulse, I like read like superhero comics as a kid. I was so into them. But the first time I felt the impulse to replicate something was when I read Love and Rockets. Really? Yeah, that was the first time. I'm like I could do this. I definitely. I got this. No, it's. <laughs> I do not have uh, drama down. No, no. no. But I don't know if I do either. But that's totally what Nicole and I do. Okay. Like Fuck Off Squad is totally our <laughs> bullshit version of Love and Rockets. That's pretty cool. It's like gay skaters, gay skaters, gay skaters. <laughs> I hope that's the first three lines of the... It might as well yeah. be. It might as well be. Because fucking so many skaters, so many skaters. Smooch, smooching on other skaters of I, the same gender. I will read the shit out of that. Um, yeah, that was the first time that I was I, I was so moved by something that I was like, I can, I think I could tell stories like this. And then that, I, my drawing ability was so weak and my, my yearning to tell like deep stories was... So great. It, yeah, so, so but powerful. They, but so they powerful. Didn't, they didn't meet each other. And then... I think once I started reading Johnny Ryan stuff, I was like, oh, I can, especially because I, I, what I found from him was pretty much like, I found it by mistake. It was like his early uh, stuff he drew as collected. I forgot what it's called. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I was, it was so badly drawn and so funny. I'm like, I think I could do something like this. And uh, I got really into it. There's like some weird one dimensional, super flat, super flat shit. I can do yeah. this. I could, yeah, totally. Yeah. I could draw uh, just angry people half yelling. Yeah, in in, in turtlenecks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or on like weird post apocalyptic planes. Yeah, exactly. Mountains are easy. They're just like <laughs> weird hard weird. boobs. Yeah. <laughs> They're great. It's the only boobs I know. <laughs> Me too. I've never actually touched boobs. I'm a virgin. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm saving myself for marriage. Okay, well, keep keep at it. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious about this Is that time. what you keep proposing to everybody? No. <laughs> it's different. No, it's totally just because I love people. <laughs> I just really love people. Just, will you just touch it? Please, just touch just, it. Please. By accident. Just pretend it's an accident. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Uh, I'm curious about this time period that you spent uh, with this young lady. Mm-hmm. Uh was it your idea to move up there, or was it hers? I pushed for it, I because I, she moved there by herself, and uh, and you know she, I think she wanted to be alone, and then she realized what living alone was like, and I was like, oh well, I'm you know. And were you guys dating before she moved? Yeah, it was kind of on and off for a long time, but uh, around the time that she was moving up there, we we were back together. Mm. Yeah, so you know, I wanted to be with her, so I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll move to Chico, California. I'll, I'll leave a sixteen dollar an hour paying job to move to Chico and work at Staples. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. They give uh, me lots of time to concentrate on my Staples career path. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to move to general manager. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, it was weird because being away from my environment really did give me time to like, oh, I want to like draw. Like I really want to learn it how to. It gave you perspective. Yeah. But, yeah. Pretty much. I, uh, uh, I really want to learn how to draw and not live in Chino. <laughs> Chico. Chico. I'm Chico. sorry. Chino is Chino is close. So. Yeah. It's way closer. Yeah. I think there's a person there. And there might be a person there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. whatever who cares um, yeah but I was really into drawing comics uh, at that point because I was an English major and I couldn't get a job and learning how to draw was something I could teach myself so I was getting into it do you do a lot of writing uh, not so much anymore I was really good at writing short stories I pat myself on the fucking back uh, I was really uh, writing a lot of short you stories you had a really big penis in yeah. the drawing or writing short stories arena mm-hmm. yeah everyone could see it I couldn't just, I couldn't cover yeah. it up I couldn't yeah. uh, conceal it you're like it. that guy on reddit with two dicks <laughs> yeah you're the, you're one the, more time <laughs> you're like that guy on reddit with two dicks but of short story writing of short story writing that's right yeah I was writing a lot of short stories at the time uh, how and, great would it be though if you were like I am that guy <laughs> 
after this had re- finished. You had never seen his face? Well, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm a local celebrity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I was writing short stories. And then, uh, yeah, I, 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 they became so short that I stopped writing them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I, and then I, I started moving into comics because I was kind of bored with short stories. I wanted to do something a little more exciting. And now I write, uh, now I do stand up. So I just write, you know, five minute jokes and, and then I'm, I tell them to people and I never think about it again. <laughs> uh, talking about the stand up thing, what's the stand up scene been? Has it treated you? What, what's it been like? You know, it was, you know, I'm a dork, so it's hard. It's, it's easy when you're cool, uh, but I'm getting better at it, I think. And uh, you, know. you a dork? No. It's hard to believe, but I am wearing like a shirt too big for me. So, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm a very old man, so it's hard to talk to young people. You know, not really. No, yeah, they want to. They they have body wash. I still use bars of soap. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, comics was especially. I haven't talked to Herwitz in a while, but I know every time I do, it's like okay, we have to bounce back into drawing comics because that's where I started uh, learning that I'm like, oh, I, I'm not that I'm. I think. I'm too funny, but like I had a pile like this will be funny for comics and this other pile has to go somewhere. And that's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much like, oh, I'll just do stand up. But the first pile was like, I, I can draw. This is what I can draw. This can be funny and broken into four parts. And because I'm really, really into, I don't know if you know this, comic strips. Really? Yes. Speak to me of the comic strips. Have you ever read Simple Theater before? No. What Popeye. It's what Popeye started from. It's so funny. Really? It is so funny. No. I cannot. T- it is. Uh, yeah, it's so funny, and it's so funny that he can solve any problem by just hitting hitting something. <laughs> that's that's how Popeye solves problems. And yeah, it's it's just so I got really like more than because I, I forgot where I read it, but the first original uh, six issues of Mad are compiled in a paperback, and mm-hmm. those blew me away when I read them. And then uh, what else did I discover uh, after that? Nancy. I started reading Nancy comics that were really funny and really absurd and weird. I feel like she's slightly divisive, right? Like, don't people either really love Nancy yeah. comics or really mm-hmm. don't love it? Yeah, they, there are some people who are like, well, it's corny. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what makes it funny. But it's, they're also really weird and absurd, and I like them a lot. But Thimble Theater really won me over. It's, it's really good. It has its own world to it. Uh, and, the, you know, they're not strictly four panels, but he, he's able, EC Seeker is able to tell a really good story in a limited amount of space. Did he create Popeye? Mm-hmm. Or did the, what are the fucking Schuster brothers? I think they took over after him. I think he came oh, up okay. with Popeye with Thimble Theater. And then they, they're like, oh, Popeye's the character. And they took him and they kind of, wa- I don't want to say they watered it down. I don't know for sure. But uh, I'm pretty, yeah. I know. I, all I know is that they were like involved. Yeah, yeah, they were involved. I think, I want to say later, but I don't know for sure. Okay. Yeah, but I know Thimble Theater is where he started. Um, but uh, yeah, I started getting really into comic strips. I got really into Charles Schultz stuff. Uh and, uh, well, it's just Popeye. I mean, Popeye, Peanuts. It's just Peanuts. That's all he ever did. Um, that's not true. <laughs> all he ever did, all 9,000 <laughs> fucking volumes yeah, of it. Yeah, for like 80 years, that's all he did. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I got really into Peanuts, too. So, like, comic strips I got really into. So that's what I really wanted to do. Uh, once I took the comics class with Jim Higgins, it's like, I want to be able, not so much comic strips, but I want to be able to tell stories like the, like those comic strip era comics. Did. Sure. Yeah. Well, old school, 40s, 50s, 60s, mm-hmm. not 60s even, just 40s and 50s. 40s and 50s, yeah. Yeah. Comics, yeah. How do you, do you feel like you're starting to get close to being able to do that a little bit i'm understanding beats a little bit more like uh because they also have a very specific like timing aesthetic yeah yeah definitely yeah they they, there are like really good patterns that they let you like follow what do they say like you teach a reader how to read in the first well with short story like first page or two so comics you got to teach people how to read your comics and patterns and stuff like that uh and those old comics they really are they're kind of slow and i like them and then sometimes they pay off sometimes they don't but uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting that pattern. The more I read comic strips, I'm, I'm liking that pattern a little bit more than most things. Mm. Yeah. Do you uh, do you still buy newspapers and read modern comic strips? I want to say no, but Tony Millionaire and Kaz released their comics in uh, really awesome yeah, yeah, newspapers, yeah. and yeah. I'm like, I could do this. <laughs> I, I could read. I could read comics like this. <laughs> don't don't bother with your chip kid beautiful edition the retrospectives. Just give me some newspaper print. I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff's so funny to me. Yeah. Where people are like, look at this $9,000 <laughs> book. And I'm like, I never want to touch it. Okay, well. Like the, yeah. speaking of Chip Kid, not to throw yeah. shade at him, but like that Batmanga book uh-huh. is gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. But I would have, like, why couldn't we put like a tenth of that effort into the actual reproduction of the Batmanga? Yeah, like, and we have that as Kutawa, a thing. 
book because yeah. it looks like dog shit. <laughs> like I have all of them, and they're um, the books. Like the stories are amazing. Uh-huh. The production design is like you. What art school intern did this? <laughs> this is really bad. Who would think that uh, content doesn't win? Right, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, no. I, I have. I've seen. I, I work at a library. We have that big uh, Chip Kid Bat manga book, and I'm like, I have to read these, but I, never, I can never find them. But now I know where to find them. Yeah, I'm gonna take them from you. Yeah, yeah. They're really good. The yeah. the actual story, like fuck that retrospective book. The yeah. actual stories are fucking amazing. Yeah, like Lord Living Death Man is great. He it's same thing with Spartan. He dies at the end of everyone and just comes back because he's Lord Living, Living Dead Man. This is the only superpower is he just comes back to life. If you're gonna have one superpower, that's the one to have. That's the one to have. <laughs> and then there's also like one of the villains is uh the fuck I forget is the literal. It's basically the anti face man where he hates everything that has faces on it. So he steals money to destroy it because they have faces on them. He goes to public landmarks and like beheads them because. They have faces. He just hates faces. I gotta read whatever he does to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in Japan, so it's not... Oh, he doesn't, he, okay, he doesn't yeah. do... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like, there's another one called uh, The Human Rubber Ball, where it's a guy who wears a suit that allows him to bounce. Oh, okay. So oh, it's, it's just, just a suit. He's not to the consistency of No, no, skin. no. It's okay. just like he, like... It's like a super-powered suit that allows him to go boing, 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 boing. <laughs> I love like Dick Tracy villains and any like anything that's super creative like that. It's just so much fun. Where I it fucking does, love the Tracy villains. Yeah, they're so neat. They're so cool, yeah. and they're also like you'd think that that gag would get old, Mm-mm. but like, yeah. How many times can you say that this guy's ugly? It's endlessly fun. Yeah, it's endless. <laughs> it's so good. I wish there was more Dick Tracy stuff coming out now. Yeah, yeah. Like, part of it's kind of like no one's ever going to top Chester Gould, but yeah. also. Can we just get new stuff? Yeah, I want new. I want new kooky villains. Yeah, even parodies of it. Like there's that Daffy Duck cartoon where he like he gets hit in the head. We waiting for I think Dick Tracy comic or something, and they have just like like oh Dice Man and like they have just flashes of like parodies of Dick Tracy villains, and they're like oh I'll watch that cartoon. I'll watch Hammerhead, and it's just like a guy. It's like a hammer with a fedora. Like I'll yeah. I'll watch that. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I think there's something weird with the rights to it now. Where okay, I'm sure. Warren Beatty, I think, owns the rights to really? Dick Tracy because of the of way the, mo- the I know. I think because of the way the movie deal was worked out, he had an opportunity to buy the actual rights to okay. straight up Dick Tracy and yeah. did in order to make the movie. Okay. And then, like, maybe 10 years ago or five years ago, this is, like, my favorite story ever, the rights were going to lapse into public domain or mm-hmm. we're going to revert to the, the previous rights holders or whatever. Yeah. But he had to prove that he was making a new Dick Tracy movie, which he obviously isn't. No, yeah. But in that lawsuit, he had to prove that he was because he was claiming that he was. Yeah. So he went out and shot a 10-minute test footage of him as Dick Tracy in a new movie, which I'm sure they shot like, here's a yellow bathrobe and a yellow hat. <laughs> Go run around this parking lot. Like, I want to see that test footage so badly. Oh, it has to be good. It has, even, it's, I mean, regardless of, even, it's better if it's worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. better if it's, yeah. like, fucking Corman level. But, yeah, there's a 10-minute proof of concept, photo, like, oh, shoot man. somewhere out there for Dick Tracy Somebody too. has something. Somebody has, We're gonna get in a vault. We're going to get our hands on it. Yeah, yeah. Vault, yeah. It, he, That Warnby's going to die, and we're going to get <laughs> Dick Tracy bullshit. Yeah, him wearing, like, a woman's yellow sport coat or something. <laughs> Exactly. I want that so fucking badly. I want it. That was the same deal with the uh, Corman Fantastic Four. That's what you're referencing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going to lose the rights. Like, we got to do something quick. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, they had to make it just to keep the rights, which is silly pants. Infinitely funny to me. I actually like that movie. I haven't seen it. I remember it coming out. I remember it. The news of it being shelved as a kid and be like, oh, bummer, because I like the Fantastic Four. And now it's a it's a laughing stock. I'm like, I wish I. I you wish. can find you literally just yeah. search go- I almost said YouTube. What's YouTube? YouTube. Just, oh, you don't know what YouTube is? Yeah, uh. it's the Google owned YouTube. <laughs> um, yeah, if you just search like on YouTube, sure, yeah, Corman sure. Fantastic Four, it's on there. Yeah, I'm sure if I really wanted, I could have found it. But you know, I'm tired. I'm a tired old man. The best part <laughs> about it though is they like it's super accurate to the comics. Oh. I don't remember if you remember the original Stan and Jack stuff, but the first couple issues is pretty weird yeah. in that. Sue is like 17, 18, 19. I don't remember that. And no. and Reed is like 36. He has gray hair, yeah. Yeah. That's and weird. that's in the movie, too. They talk about the fact that she's like 19, <laughs> even though the actress is like 35. Yeah. I'll pick you up from school later. Yeah. Life. It's yeah. pretty that's It's weird. pretty dope. I'm into it. I, I uh, They had the uh, first like five issues of it, and they re-released it, re-released it as a paperback. Does she catch 
she she try to hail a cab when she's invisible? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fun. that's kind of the area. I'm like, I don't need a. I don't think I'm gonna read past this. It this actually does get. It's it's f- fun. It's really good. Yeah, they're fun. Like, that's why I, it's like probably my favorite Marvel team is the Fantastic Four. They are straight up like the Citizen Kane of comics. Yeah, that like that whatever it is, two hundred ninety seven issue run. Yeah. Holy fuck! There's so much crazy stuff in there, like sure. Blastar and Annihilus yeah. and S- the Super Scroll Clert. He's like one of my favorite I don't know things. What that is. He's the Super Scroll. He's the Scroll that can take the powers of all four Fantastic Four members. Oh boy! And uh, oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, holy. oh gosh! <laughs> oh gosh, Dave! Oh really? Honest engine? Oh, <laughs> it's pronouncing. Uh, I, I yeah, it's so much shit in there. It's just fucking amazing, yeah. and it's like. What the fuck? Where did all this come from? This is amazing. <laughs> None of it from Stanley. I bet. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, he, come on. He's a cameo in every movie. He's a great. He's a great guy. Come on. Yeah. We all. Know, we, everyone knows my feelings on Stanley. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Uh, what was the name of your tour again? Uh, the fuck Stanley tour. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Six cons and six weekends. It's, um, it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. You are, you are the. Um, uh, I was gonna say the Conan O'Brien of comics, but I don't know if that's true. Uh, I'll take he it. He went on a long tour. Is what basically what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I'll take it. That, that's the comparison there. Yeah. 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 I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Dave Baker of comics, I think, is the more accurate term. Yeah, okay, I'll go with that. I'll sign off on that. <laughs> sure. yeah, I'll sign off. Yeah, sure. no one's gonna know what that means, <laughs> but uh, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. It's cool. Whatever. Whatever. And who's Dave Baker? I don't even know. I don't even know. And no, no one will ever know that. Damn you, <laughs> damn you, Greg, <laughs> son of a bitch. What uh, what what stand up stuff do you have coming up? Nothing uh, concrete yet. Trying to work on a new, th- trying to work on a, getting on a new show, but you know, I'm working on it. Just trying to, you know. Get better. Get better at everything. Trying to get better. Trying to get better at uh, making cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Comics. <laughs> uh, panel narrative. Uh, zines. Uh, oh you my offer god! Me... Never say panel narratives again. <laughs> panel narrative. I will stab you in the face. I have. I think you and I share a thing about people saying graphic novel and my like. Oh yeah. My hair starts falling out. Yeah. And get sick. Yeah. I want to just stab anyone yeah. who says that. Yeah. When when that became popular, I'm like, come on, they're comic. Let's call them comic books, please. Yeah, yeah. that's what they are. Um, yeah, just work on getting better at everything. Hopefully in two years I'll be good enough. <laughs> It'll never happen. Yeah, yeah probably not. No, I'm, I don't, I feel like that same way where I'm like, fuck, I need to get better. <laughs> fuck, I need to get better. Yeah. You do. Yeah. I really, really <laughs> do. I do. Slowly but surely, man. Yeah. yeah. Trying. Good. Where can the people find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Grego, I believe, underscore, underscore Gonzo. Uh, you don't know you're at your Twitter handle? I'm so, uh, so, uh loose with my twitter i'm uh, more instagram but you're not gonna find anything fun on there i follow uh, you on instagram yeah you do we have a good time on instagram i, I agree yeah uh, every time i see you alive i'm like good <laughs> <laughs> good he's still out there good oh good 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 what's your instagram name for the people oh grego gonzo at grego gonzo are you at you're at the are you at you at you you always at oh, that grego greg greg yeah, 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 i always go for it yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah for sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you and I have a, a very uh, strong love for old timey talk. Which it's true. Is, that I think it's a lot. How, our connection was sealed there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's. Were we to, were we speaking in the old school like stick with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the very we first were, time you were, I met you at Melphology. Yeah, we were talking about how Bob Kane is a fucking liar. And that's a piece right. Of shit. And did not create Batman. Mm-hmm. And you, like, were mad, like, legitimately mad. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I'm always mad yeah. about oh, that. Oh, that's true. Like, you are, fuck that guy. You are the uh, you're the Hulk of uh, Batman trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, Bill Finger and Jerry Robinson, man. Yeah. They, they... Didn't you come up with, like, two characters that day for that comic? Was, like, Fingerman and... Uh... You did not. Uh, no, I, I don't remember. Maybe, All I remember is the the, the the uh, the comic that I make at Meltology, which is a we've mentioned multiple times. But oh, in case sure. you don't know, yeah. is a uh, every third Tuesday at Meltdown Comics, everybody gets together and draws zines. Uh, we all draw one page and then put it into a zine. Chuck Kerr puts it into a zine for all of us and then one of the week. best ideas that's ever come up with for mini comics in this area yep so such a good idea such a great thing yeah. chuck is a wonderful human mm-hmm. um i'm sure he'll be on this show as well oh you, you can see me roll my eyes i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um and uh and uh the, we did a we had a long conversation about how bob kane is a douchebag yeah. and the very first mythology i went to i drew three hip-hop dudes with um, a it was like a fake band poster for That's for a right. hip hop band where they are giant cyborg hip hop rapper guys and the name of their band is Bob Kane Ascot. 
right? Because <laughs> that is dovetailed, still a thing. Yeah. dovetailed off of us making fun of the fact that every fucking interview with Bob Kane ever, he wore a fucking ascot, <laughs> which is like, bro, it's like 1985. Yeah. Why are you still wearing an ascot? And, yeah, you're not Fred from Scooby Doo. No, fuck you, <laughs> fucking lying piece of shit. My favorite fucking Bob Kane story, which I think I may have told you before, you did, but yeah. I'm going to tell it right now on the podcast, please. regardless. Because I forgot it, so tell me, please. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Bob Kane story is that uh, Archie Goodwin, who's a very famous editor at Marvel Comics, mm-hmm. responsible for the Epic line and many other wonderful things, uh, basically saved comics in the late 70s. Archie Goodwin went to Bob Kane's house uh, for dinner under the proviso that they were basically going to talk business about Bob Kane potentially doing something for Marvel, okay. whatever that means, because yeah. he's a lying piece of shit and didn't make you any of the comics. About, he, yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't draw any of the comics that he supposedly created. Anyway, so they're at dinner. They're talking about uh, the fact that at that point in time, Bob, quote unquote, had come back to Batman. Ghost artists were drawing the strip. Ghost artists were writing mm-hmm. the strip. He had nothing to do with it. His name was on it. So Archie at dinner was like, so Bob, why don't, you know, don't you ever feel like maybe you should draw again? Like, don't you miss drawing the books? And Bob Kane was like, no, nah, not really. You know, uh, Christian does a great, I think is the guy's name was, oh, Carmine. Carmine okay. was the name of his uh, ghost artist at the time. Carmine does a great job, you know, and I get all the credit. Who cares? So then he's like, all right, man, well, you know, uh, maybe you might want to do something for Marvel. And he was like, well, I don't really have any time right now. Why? Well, let me show you. <laughs> he takes them out of this dining room study thing that they're in. They walk into uh, his studio where there's a bunch of pages of Batman pages, which he didn't draw, obviously. <laughs> and he opens this little, like, closet that leads into a second mini studio. And uh, in that studio uh, is a bunch of paintings. And as they're going in, Bob says, Archie, Batman was just the beginning. These, these are going to make my career. I'm going to take the art world by storm. They go into these, um, this weird mini studio, and there's all these paintings of clowns. Giant clowns with loopy Bob Kane signatures at the bottom. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, Archie Goodwin very politely goes, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Thanks. All right. Well, good to see you, Bob. Goes back to Roy Thomas, the then editor-in-chief of Marvel. He's like, yeah, he doesn't want to do anything. But he's painting these fucking things of clowns. It's pretty weird. Roy Thomas is like, clowns? All right, whatever. Cut to a couple weeks later. Roy Thomas comes by Archie Goodwin's desk. And it's like, hey, did you hear the news? Bob's getting sued. Really? By Carmine? I thought they had it all worked out. Like, he was getting a good page rate. I thought he was happy to do be the ghost artist. And he goes, no, 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 no. Bob's getting sued by the ghost artist of the clown paintings. Oh. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's the saddest thing Isn't I've ever heard. Isn't that the fucking yeah. fuck Bob Kane? <laughs> so fucking shitty. Yeah, Bob Kane did not create Batman. Man. Yeah. Man. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how, like, a name will stick to a character and people are like, that's the name we should follow. Like, oh, let's do some little, let's do a little research before yeah, we yeah. start. Stan Lee, he created Spider-Man. No, 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 no he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, that's not true. Um, word. Well, Greg, thanks for being on uh, It's Pronounced Zine. Well, thanks for having me on It's Pronounced Zine. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. High, high five. Yeah, high five. High five. Audible. Yeah. <laughs> zane, zane, zane. Zane. Zane.